Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Jesus reminds us to watch for the signs of his return. Today, we will explore further what we are seeing in our times that line up with what signs he said would indicate the potential of the end and his return. We will also discuss the practical meaning of this as we watch and as a remnant, prepare as he so leads. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Uh, here we are, uh, End Times Friday, or middle of January. Good morning. Uh, this will be uh, airing. This is a, a big, big, big day for Linda and I uh, when this airs. This will be January 19th. Uh, that happens to be Michelle's birthday. Oh, uh, so, very cool. So we still celebrate that birthday, mm -hmm. by the way, and uh, looking forward to celebrating it in eternity with her. Um, the funniest thing is that um, she was born on my mother's birthday. This is also my mother's birthday. Wow. I had no idea. Yeah. On the same. By the way, Peter was born on Linda's dad's birthday. That's wild, yeah, right? Yeah, it was pretty pretty strange. So we, we celebrated uh, birthdays uh, on <laughs> the same days. Uh, but the 19th is a big day, and, um, you know, we celebrate. And uh, we've, uh, you know, as we, you know, talk about uh, in our series, Hearing God's Voice, we'll talk a little bit more about, you know, some supernatural things going on, particularly with healing. And because of what we've learned about uh, God's will and receiving God's mm -hmm. will, to really look at praying and then how do you pray and what do you pray for? And then once you receive it, you know, what do you do with it? Um, so we, you know, as we continue to, um, as time goes on, uh, and I think I've said this before that um, it's not a season of grief that's then kind of over. It's these moments of grief mm -hmm. that you just constantly, you know, like we just had, you know, obviously Christmas and New Year's and, things that we do and, and um, uh, lots of reminders. Um, right. And, and they're, we, we and can, missing their presence, missing yeah, them being and, there, and we, right? We miss the experience of it. Yeah. Uh, right. And, uh, and we, we as a family, you know, process that and, and people share Good. and, uh, you know, go through the grieving moments uh, at the same time celebrating, you know, eternity and knowing about eternity and that it's, but just for a moment. And uh, she's, she's, uh, enjoying life to the full uh, with God, and it's good for her. We miss her, and I know she misses us. Uh, and there's there's still a, because there is relationship in heaven and life, you know, just think of the simplicity of life here goes into eternity, you know, mm -hmm. so that, that Linda and I will know you and Dan in eternity. Uh, That's so cool to think about, right? Yeah, it is cool. <laughs> and it's not like it's, it's everything that we were uh, as a uh, you know intimate fellowship between even the four of us as as good friends and compadres and and uh, co-host or co uh, laborers of Christ. Um, it's not that well that's all gone and you just have this you know kind of distant unknowing relationship. It's now what we've experienced. We we have the same thing happen there, mm -hmm. um, and there's an intimacy with that and. 
Um, so, and, and when you think about how cool that is, by definition, Michelle can't forget us. Mm. Um, and we can't, and God says, and this is what we learned about the moments of grief. He says, I don't want you to, I don't want you to forget her. I don't right. want, I don't want her to drift away. I want her to stay present because you're going to, at the moment that you go, you'll be stepping right back into it. Mm. Uh, so it's an it's in, so in, interesting thing. Um, well, as we talk about, you know, the end times, I'll, I'll just bring a brief update. Uh, the war with Israel and Hamas continues. Mm-hmm. Um, they now are targeting all the leaders of Hamas and they're not bombing, you know, as many things there now. They're more, they're more surgical and they're just going to keep working until they make, in their view of it, they make Hamas completely impotent and have right. no, no power at all. And so that's what they're working at. And they said, we're not giving up on that mm-hmm. and we're going to keep going after it. Um, and um, again, there's been a little bit of a flurry from Hezbollah up in the north, mm-hmm. uh, but it's not gigantic. It's not big. It's just kind of a nuisance, kind of like what it used to be anyway. Right. Um, and so Iran and, and uh, the Hezbollah, uh, uh, Syria, Turkey, they've threatened things. But I, again, I believe because Hamas is actually Sunni, Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to go and cause the escalation of a war right? until that. And it's like, well, okay, well, fine, they're gone. So mm-hmm. what? So what? Does that impact us? No, it doesn't impact us. You know, we still have the same strength and power against Israel that we think right. we have. And we're building I wonder it. if there is any desire to fill the vacuum there. Because when, when Hamas is gone, there will be a vacuum of sorts created, right? Yeah, uh, from the south. But again, because... You know the location of it. Um, you've got Egypt that is Sunni and completely pro-Israel at the moment, mm-hmm. and pro-West. You've got Jordan next to that, Israel north of that. I think it's one of those things where they just say, "Yeah, we don't, we don't care. We're not gonna, we're not gonna care right. about having to have mm-hmm. a base there. It was there. It was good. They they attacked Israel, and we helped them attack Israel." But mm-hmm. eh, so what, you know, and, and so it'll, I, I don't think we're going to see an escalation of the war. Uh, we are going to see um, things shift in terms of the world's viewpoint toward Israel um, right. as it goes along. So that'll be interesting to watch. Uh, so that's happening. Um, on the economic front, um, uh, I, got, I got a great article uh, that I read, and it, it talked about, uh, here's where things stand in two, at the end of 2023, and then here's some predictions mm-hmm. about 2024. So I'm gonna I'm gonna just go through some of the things that that they observed about 2023, and then um, as we go forward with these end times, I'll talk more about what they see and what I see for 2024, which is going to be an okay. interesting year. Remember, this is an election year, right? Uh, right. So this is <laughs> this is a big big thing. Uh, but what they said. Um, and I've been I've been understanding this. Really, what they're saying here is what I've been saying actually for uh, ten years as we head toward the tribulation. Um, mm-hmm. And so here's what they said: one, uh, the failure in governments has undermined confidence in leaders all over the world. Right. 
there's no confidence that anybody can really uh, come with any solution. And, and see, I think that's purposeful. Oh, yeah. Uh, is to get so that, that when, remember, when one world government steps in, the world willingly accepts Embraces it. Embraces it, And yeah. says, yeah, our leaders can't do it. We're, we would like to do it with you because we think you can do it. So it's undermined. Um, the problems of the world have persistently gotten worse. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and they, they don't see much positive. Everything is going negative and they're getting worse. Uh, mm-hmm. Disorder and chaos is the name of the day of the game. And I believe that's purposeful. Which too. that's absolutely, yeah. Um, that I think it's in a sense trying to stimulate both sides of it is actually we're not wanting either one to gain to a prominence. We just want to have chaos, uh, which, mm. which contributes to the loss of, of confidence. Um, uh, the, mm. tr- the trust in all institutions has fallen. Uh, there isn't any institution, government, uh, you know, uh, systems. Uh, we don't trust Banks, them at all. Banks, all, yeah, uh, all of it, right? Uh, legislative ability to do anything is completely cratered. And that's world. he said worldwide. Mm-hmm. Nobody is doing anything because there's so much chaos and so much opposition and, in a sense, such lack of wisdom mm-hmm. and not caring about the whole that – they, they can't get anything done. Um, the economy um, appears to be headed toward recession, but uh, it's still uh, not completely known. And what they thought was going to happen last year hasn't happened yet. So they, they just mm-hmm. said, we have to wait and see. We'll talk about that. Um, they said that the culture <laughs> has, has completely cratered uh, mm. with the things that are of value, typically of value, like respect and honor, they said is just is just gone. Right. Um, and then people's positions on things that don't even make sense, like for example, um, in Oregon, you know, they've had the highest level of criminal activity, and they're losing all of their business in the city because people are this, the businesses say. It's so unsafe. It's not worth it to be in there. That we're leaving. And they're yeah. losing their tax base. Okay, well, you would think, okay, you observe that, and you're a mm-hmm. leader of that city. Yeah, and leaders would be, you know, mayors and right, city, right. city councils. Yeah, okay, that didn't work. Let's do. Let's go back to doing something different. Well, they doubled down. And mm-hmm. they said, no, we're going to continue our stupid policies and so it, it's like, well, that doesn't make sense. There's a lot that just goes against natural thinking. Yeah. So right? there's something yeah. else. In other words, my allegiance, and this is what mm-hmm. um, I believe, and, and we can talk more about this later, but I believe that there's a different game being played, and people's allegiance is to that different game. And that's why when they do things that don't even make sense, mm-hmm. well, why would you do that? Well, because my other group that I'm participating in that's headed a certain way and doing things differently to cause the chaos for the one world government, mm-hmm. I'm actually playing that game. And that's why what I do for this doesn't make any sense. So they, they kind of right. they kind of called that. Uh, they said that the courts have now become more powerful than um, mm-hmm. any government because the, the legal system now basically makes law. And mm-hmm. you can operate 
independent of the law. So a judge can just say, well, I think I'm going to rule this way without any care about what the Constitution says or what, any, what the laws say. I've just decided. And he said the courts have the power um, and that um, uh, basically that the 20, and they, then they said 2023 was a year of big uncertainty, promoting uncertainty, and that's going to continue in 24, which, mm-hmm. which we'll get to. So the impact of all that is um, as we look at uh, changes for us, um, it's going to be global changes mm-hmm. that God says, I need to show you what that is, and then I need to guide you into how I want you to function given that that's happening and and don't ignore what's happening mm-hmm. and and the and the key is don't neglect it or don't ne- ignore it is strictly means you got to go seek God um, and there and there isn't again any universal answers uh, mm-hmm. well like everybody needs to go do this well no uh, it's given where I'm at and what's happening around me father what would you have my family be understanding and, right and what do we do and, and and there's some you know some key things about uh, the covenant and I'm going to still bless you and participate in the covenant and that means you know still you know tithe and save and make sure you don't get into heavy debt and you know th- these are things that are true mm-hmm. uh, but now how do we apply that you know individually so we'll talk we'll talk more about that um, as time goes on uh, yeah one of the interesting things I'll just bring up um, that I think is I don't know if calling it a side effect is is appropriate or not, but a side effect of all the things that you have just listed through that I think as Christians we cannot ignore is the beauty of, because of the amount of chaos, because of the distrust in the government, because of the way things have gone in the economy, because of all these things, there is also, while there are those that are just kind of throwing up their hands and going with the flow and and feeding into the chaos, there is a strong contingent of people that are now seeking something else. Yes. And so there is an opportunity there for us as Christians to stand on truth, to bring people to the feet of Jesus and to show them where truth and wisdom and answers lie and where their hope is. You know, there there is an opportunity in the midst of all of this that is being highlighted and a lot of people truly looking and asking questions. And we need to be aware not to take the stance of, you know, well, I might offend somebody. No, God, what do you want me to say? How do you want me to minister? You know, how do I, how do I show people truth and light in the midst of this and, and recognize the opportunity that is before us as well? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, uh, I think that's very uh, exactly true. And, um, and we're experiencing, um, you know, so when you think of uh, non-believers who are starting to wonder Mm-hmm. Um, is there something different and better? And when you, and this is where uh, the truth of God see is how He communicates isn't, you know, what's wrong with you. Rather, mm-hmm. life with God is better. Yeah. Um, and the covenant is true. And I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing. I can give you uh, direction. I can give you wisdom. I can guide you. I can do supernatural things. You know why would you not want to? Um, and in that mm-hmm. same vein, as a believer, we're called to the same question: Is uh, right. I, I know my eternal destiny. I'm going to be with him, but here, um, 
there is, and this is why we're in the middle of a series called Hearing God's Voice, uh, we're finding more and more and more people are beginning to open up to, yes. is that really possible mm -hmm. in a healthy way? Because they, they tend to think it's the way that people portray it as unhealthy and strange mm -hmm. and weird and not valid. And, we, and we're trying to show you, no, it's normal, it's, it's beautiful, it's healthy. And why would you not want to hear the voice of the God of the universe who can direct and guide you into the covenant life, regardless of this chaos mm -hmm. going on? Um, so so I, I, I do agree with what you just said. I'm glad you said that, is that what a great opportunity. And to me, absolutely, you know, we're, it's both a little bit scary just because change and impact and what 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 may and may not happen um, oppresses us a little bit but God says actually what a great time absolutely to let me demonstrate life to you and then you give mm -hmm. it away which is what we talk about with the covenant and there's there's I want you to invite people because there's a lot of hungry people. and hearts are ready hearts yeah are there, ready. there's yeah. a lot of hearts ready to receive yeah yeah, yeah. and so the focus and this is what God, I believe God wants us to help people with is I do want to bring you into a life of, of the kingdom, which is peace, righteousness, and joy in me and experiencing the grand supernatural life that I can mm -hmm. deliver to you. I do want I do want you to come there and, and find what we call the sweet spot of life by just walking right. with him. But as you do that, he says, I really want you to uh, shift your thought from just you mm -hmm. to inviting others and gathering others around you that can multiply the truth of that. And by the way, this is one neat thing about it. Community really strengthens it all. Absolutely. Uh, and community to me is the essence of the experience of the joy mm -hmm. because we get to do that together. Um, and have great fun together. So it'll be it'll be fun. Okay, so we're talking about um, you know the end and the tribulation, and we've started this discussion of the rapture. Uh, the rapture is where uh, people who are living um, are basically uh, removed from that physical place mm -hmm. and wind up into eternity. And 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 think about. Again, you know, keep thinking simple. The way that we enter eternity today mm -hmm. is we we physically our body stops functioning, right? Called death. Um, when your body stops functioning and you die, uh, Jesus says, um, "I come and get you." Uh, you enter into a new dimension with me, and it's. It's a combination of um, a spiritual essence. Uh, your soul is the same. Uh, your, your life is the same going forward. You're just in this different dimension. And, it, and in heaven, it's spiritual, but it appears physical. Mm -hmm. um, so that there's, like, like we were talking about, when, when we're going to be with you and Dan... We'll be in a spiritual dimension, but we'll see each other in a way in a physical. I'll see who you are, mm -hmm. uh, and you'll appear who you are, even though you're not in the physical body anymore. You know, so it's an right. interesting thing. So, 
that's, hard that's, to get our head around, right? Yeah, that's how it happens uh, today. Uh, you know, that happens today. Um, well, the rapture bypasses the body stopped functioning. Mm-hmm. Um, so we don't die, but we're instantly transferred into that new place. And it's not because our body stopped functioning. It's because he took us there. Mm-hmm. And we just tra- and we and we're translated because our bodies uh, are gone, but they're basically not the same body that we wind up in heaven. Because right now in heaven, you're there without that body. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when we go, we won't we won't have that body. It'll be a translated body. It'll be a resurrected body. Um, and it'll be similar to, you know, what Jesus demonstrated. Uh, after his death and resurrection when he sat with everybody and he was there for 40 days mm-hmm. uh, you could see him you could, he said you can touch me uh, I can appear physical at the same time I can instantaneously go from Jerusalem to Galilee in a nanosecond right um, and, and walk through a wall and whatever else <laughs> I can walk through a wall and um, I can eat <laughs> uh, <laughs> You know, and again, the way my mind, you know, thinks, uh, <laughs> I, I build, I build all these interesting questions. Like, right? Okay, I know that you ate, but you, but you didn't remain there, and you weren't operating in a purely physical way. Mm-hmm. What happened to that food? <laughs> well, we know what happens in our in our life. You know, we we have a physical way of eliminating it. Well, what happened? You know, how did you how did that work? You know, and so those are the kind of questions I'm I'm looking forward to getting the answers to. Um, That's funny. So uh, as we uh, look at the rapture, you know, last time uh, we talked about Second um, Thessalonians two uh, that mm-hmm. uh, he's going to gather us. Um, it appeared. After uh, the tribulation started and the Antichrist was coming to power and started to persecute the Christians, and it says he would have he would have gone deeper and further unless we had been taken out of the way. So mm-hmm. um, we are taken out, but it appeared in that in that description either mid trib or post trib. Mm-hmm. At the occurrence of it. Okay, let's go to First uh, Corinthians fifteen and read fifty one and fifty two. This is another statement that uh, Paul makes about it. First Corinthians fifteen fifty one and fifty two say, um, "Behold, I tell you a mystery: we shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound, and the dead will be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed." Yeah. So um, he said, first of all, uh, there's going to be a group of us that don't die. Mm -hmm. Uh, Rather, we're going to be changed, translated Mm -hmm. into this different dimension. Uh, Which is where the idea of rapture comes from, right? Yeah, it comes from from this one of the verses where um, Paul's pretty specific is that, yeah, uh, there'll be a rapture. Um, in the twinkling of an eye, and again, it's it's just one of those instantaneous things at a moment that happens, and it won't be, hey everybody, it's about ready to happen. <laughs> mm-hmm. It'll happen. It'll just happen. So um, 
will be taken, will be functioning normally, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, will just will just be gone. Uh, the twinkling. Which of I an think, eye. as you say that, I think probably the majority of our listeners, listeners, our vision goes straight to the Left Behind movies and the Left yeah. Behind books by Tim LaHaye, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's right. He, he spent a lot of time on that, um, uh, and he says uh, it'll happen uh, at the last trumpet. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, now um, this is where, as and as we're trying to understand the rapture. Uh, is um, first of all, is it going to happen? Yes. Yes. Okay, it is going to happen. The question that we all have <laughs> is is when, when <laughs> um, and the possibilities primarily are pre-trib, right before the tribulation starts, mid middle trib after he claims the antichrist claims to be God, uh, or the post-trib after Christ uh, when Christ returns. Um, and the Battle of Armageddon. Well, this says it's going to happen at the last trumpet. Mm-hmm. Well, the last trumpet is the very last announcement of God's final judgment at the end of the tribulation. Oh, interesting. So uh, this is kind of where the post-trib gets there, hangs this, their hat. This is where the, the post-trib okay. comes. And again... Uh, because it's not, it it doesn't say which <laughs> which last trumpet. Um, mm-hmm. So a lot of people, and again, they they uh, they take this uh, can mean mid trib because that's when the the trumpet announces the judgment of God onto mm-hmm. the earth, and they could say, okay, well that happens at mid trib, but there's a series of trumpets after that that announce the uh, bowl, what they call the bowl judgments of God, mm-hmm. God's wrath upon the earth because the Antichrist has set himself up as God and Satan's trying to take over and eliminate Israel. Right. Uh, well, the la- very last trumpet is the announcement of Christ's return at the Battle of Armageddon. Uh, mm-hmm. So, well, if you take it literally, Paul says that at, at the last trumpet, that's when that happens. Mm-hmm. Well, then that would imply at the end of the tribulation, post-trip, um, mid-trib, probably not pre-trib, mm-hmm. because there's lots of trumpets during the tribulation, right? And we know, you know, he. I think he he would have said at the sound of a of a trumpet of a trumpet, huh? Uh, huh? But he said the last trumpet. So um, again, all we can uh, learn from this and, and receive from it is that um, it is going to happen. Um, from these verses, we can't even by themselves say, I know exactly when that is. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's all we're trying to show everybody is that the word doesn't give that kind of clarity as to exactly mm-hmm. when. And a matter of fact, these different verses kind of imply different possibilities. Right. Um, Which comes back to that importance as we're teaching this of abiding, abiding <laughs> you yeah. know, uh, not hanging your hat on one particular theology of which one it is, right, but knowing right. you need to be listening, walking with God as he directs during this time. Yeah, yeah. And, um, uh, and basically... 
uh, again, in the way that I see how God functions and, and his communication to us is that if it was for sure a pre-trib and he didn't want us to consider anything else, I mm-hmm. think he would have said so and basically then said, all that's going to happen during the tribulation is really just for the Jews in Israel. Mm-hmm. Um, and you got to pay attention to it. The average believer yeah, it doesn't even have to worry about it because they're not going to be here. Well, he didn't say mm-hmm. it that way. He basically said, pay attention. So the encouragement, it isn't to deny that it could be pre-trip. And, and it's, I think it's still right. possible. But don't set that as the only possibility and it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, the way that I look at it because of, of these uh, not clarity, I actually am preparing to be part of the tribulation or my family to be part of the tribulation or their family to be part of the tribulation because remember we don't know for sure when but um, I'm teaching them so that they look at it I, I it's it's likely I could be here during the tribulation mm-hmm. um, and I got to understand it and I got to walk with God with it and now if it's pre-trib hallelujah right uh, but if I only said it's pre-trib and never prepared for the tribulation, but hey, it winds up I am in the tribulation. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna be caught unaware and unprepared because I never even pursued what God would have to say to me. Right. So that's that's right. all that's all we're trying to say. So we'll we'll keep going with this. There's lots of scriptures about the rapture, and all we're trying to do is just present what it says, and so just read mm-hmm. what it says, uh, receive what it what it says, and because it's not absolute, and this one word he uses, the last trumpet, mm-hmm. yeah, that kind of implies it's not just any trumpet or, or or the first trumpet; it's down the road, you know. And so, uh, we'll just we'll just try to pursue that further. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the word. Uh, we are receiving what it says, what it doesn't say, and may we process it well together, uh, and not get caught up in what somebody else has said it is, but rather just keep receiving what you say it is and what you want us to know about it and receive what you want us to know about it. And we praise you in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much for sharing. Always a privilege and a joy just to have these discussions with you. If these have brought up questions for you, send them into us at questions at abideministries.com and we'd love to talk about them. Have a fantastic day. Yep. See you then. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.